Hey there, All Beer Inside listener. Here's an occasional second weekly episode of one of our older interviews here for you to listen to. This is the audio from episode 55 of the YouTube show, which originally came out on December 11th, 2020. When you have a chance, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, or most other listing avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask that you rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you're getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside, back to the bubble editions of the episode. Joining me this week is April Starr, also known as Mommy Drinks Craft Beer. Hello. Thanks. So, so oh. happy you're having me. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you for taking time out of your day to, for letting us speak with you. I really appreciate anybody who takes time out of their day to speak with us. So uh, we usually try and enjoy a virtual beer on these Zoom calls now. Uh, what are you drinking? I am drinking, not out of the can, but I'm going to show you the can. <laughs> Uh, Hanlon's Point. It is a coconut coffee porter from Great Lakes. So that's Gordy on the can. <laughs> it. It's a nude beach that we have in Toronto. Hanlon's. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I'm a fan of the dad bod Pilsner that uh, you guys make over there. So I'm it. enjoying uh, from previous interview People's Pints uh, with uh, a mutual friend or a friend of yours, an interviewee of mine, Beer Diversity. Uh, oh yeah i had that one so the walk it off uh new world dry hopped apa nice. so this is the first time i'm having this so we do a virtual toast cheers toast can i do it ah. <laughs> that's hard mm. oh that's a solid beer excellent uh so what's what's the beer story what's uh instagram working in the beer industry what what got y'all all started Okay. Um, wow. Craft beer goes, I've been drinking craft beer for so long. I I'm 32. Um, so yeah, it's been a while. I've been going to the roundhouse steam missile beer festival for about six years now. Don't miss a year. So sad that we're missing it this year. Uh, not this year, but next year. Um, I used to live down the street from dude to I was 24. Um, and so I was drinking their beer a lot. Uh, there's so much craft available in Montreal, like at the corner store. So, um, that was really easy. I didn't drink macro at that point. Uh, then I moved back to Toronto, started drinking, um, at this bar called Dukes. Uh, so they have a lot of craft beer on tap and, from there, I um, got busy. I started working in the art industry. I had my son. I was not working for a while doing the stay-at-home mom thing. And then I thought, okay, I've always been lucky with really cool jobs. So of course, my next job was working for Great Lakes Brewery. Um, I was already in school at George Brown for beer with Jordan St. John. He, is, uh, he coordinates the program and teaches it. He's an Ontario beer writer. Um, him and Aaron LeBlanc wrote uh, Ontario Beer Guide and they also run a podcast. And so I felt really lucky and kind of got in to beer even more. I started to learn how to brew it um, and started working at Great Lakes and they are really supportive. Uh, they paid for me to do the Perdome with Roger and they took a chance on me. I was really lucky. You know, they look at my resume. I haven't worked in three years. I'm a mom. And they were like, yeah, come and, you know, work in our tap room. And it was a lot of fun. And now I'm work. I'm still there uh, working, uh, doing um, licensee client support. So right now it's uh, a little weird because 
all, all the bars are closed and, but we're still sending out to beer uh, to wherever we can, uh, whatever's open and there's always stuff to do. So they keep me busy. Yeah. Well, uh, thankfully Ontario is still very lucky. I understand you're still allowed your patios with heaters still going cause it's open or has that also been shut back down? Not in Toronto. Okay. You can't, it's all takeout in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're we completely shut down here in Montreal as well. As soon as cases started climbing again, it's just I know Ottawa's pretty lucky because they're orange. They're uh, they seem to know how to adult the best in Canada right now, <laughs> <laughs> for like a major metropolitan city. So it's uh, unfortunate, but uh, it's because of this that I get to interview people like yourself in the craft industry uh, with the amazing technology we have now. So it's even better. Uh, you sound very very busy. I mean, art, kudum working it's just uh, a mother how do you have time for all this stuff I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I um yeah with school it was uh so it's Monday nights uh it's kind of my night I get to go and just focus on myself and I'm really lucky because my father is um he's he's just such a team player and the best grandpa ever my son and him are best friends and we all live together so um yeah he steps in and he's the reason why I did what I could have a social life and why I'm able to go to school and learn and um, have the job that I have and my my work is so understanding I drop my son off every day at school so I come in later than everyone else and they are so supportive um during COVID because we, schools are open, but we don't have any um, after school or before school care available. So they're so understanding. And honestly, I couldn't do any of this if it wasn't for like working for such a great company. It's a family owned business. So they, you know, like the owner understands. And then I have my dad who um, helps me with my son. And yeah, I, I couldn't do it with without those two things. Yeah. That's, that's great that kind of everything falls into pieces like a puzzle. A Great Lakes is phenomenal beer. Usually um, my family is out in that area, closer to Cambridge, Kitchener. Uh, but whenever I'm swinging back on the 401, it's like drop off a Tobacoke, hit Great Lakes, grab some beers on the, on the go, because usually it's after my full Toronto day trip of beer, 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 beer. <laughs> okay, beer on the way out. Oh, they're closing at five. This sucks, but that's on weekends, so. Yeah, it is great, though. Do you remember how you discovered craft beer? Because it sounds like you didn't really have much of a, a macro le- life when you when you think about it. How Do you remember who brought you into craft beer? So I so people ask me this a lot. And I'm tr- I tr- really try to think back. And I it's funny because I heard you talking about this. And like, I think it might be Steam Whistle. I think steam whistle is what really did it for me. It's not only like, I like still to this day, love the Pilsner when it's fresh. Um, and the beer festival, just going out there. And I have a, um, a couple uh, of friends and it's their, it's their getaway too. They have two kids. And for the last six years, we do not miss a day. Like we go to the Roundhouse Craft Beer Festival. It's our thing. Um, we're so sad because we're not going to go in February. So I'm actually like planning to do it in my backyard. And we're <laughs> going to like hire someone to bartend for us and just crack cans because uh, we don't want to miss out. And we get like silly onesies and like crazy hats and like pretzel necklaces. And <laughs> I think for me, it was I was like, I can't even remember what macro I really drank. It was maybe like Corona and I'll still have a Corona sometimes, um, you know, if it's the only thing there. Um, but 
yeah, I pretty, it's just hard in Ontario to even like drink macro when there's so much other stuff out there. And I like flavor. I think I have a pretty decent palate. So drinking the more, drinking craft beer is just more of an enjoyable experience. And it has been for a really long time. Um, and I like bitter. I like West Coast IPAs. And yeah, I just, uh, I can't say the last time I drank a macro beer. The uh, Prudhomme level two, that's more of a, a tasting, right? So you're, when you're referring to your palate and you're, you're, ta- you're taking level two or you've achieved level two? I'm going to... I'm going to be done in two weeks. Okay. So uh, level one is, is beer server, kind of like the Cicerone program as well? Okay. Uh, Similar. Yeah. yeah. And then level two is now beer pairing, beer tasting. Like, Yeah, we're working palette. on our palate. Um, it's not a repeat for me, but it's very similar to the course that I took at George Brown. So yes, the programs are different, um, but the I've done the tasting, the food pairing, and I do love Roger from Prudhomme. So I do like getting the two different perspectives and Roger comes from a sales background in beer. Um, So he actually, I feel like this level is also geared to like a sales rep. So you'd learn a lot. Uh, He talks about the draft system and uh, being able to uh, determine if like what's going on, why is the beer pouring flat and whatnot. So it's a little more uh, for like a sales rep this level. Uh, But again, I've learned so much about tasting and understanding my palate and just taking a moment. And like, he's been encouraging us to taste things at home. So I bought like dried apricots and pistachios because I had beers that had both of those things in it and like took a moment to really savor those flavors and write down what I was getting and then drink the beer, you know, later on and compare the things. So he really gets you thinking about food and your palate and beer and connecting it together, which, you know, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. I love learning about beer. I had no idea there was so much involved until like two years ago when I started. And um, I don't, I have a home brewing system, uh, but I haven't had time because I mean, I don't have time. (laughs) Just the same, like sanitizing everything is like, well, there's a day of my life that I don't have. Um, But uh, yeah, I did uh, try to learn how to homebrew and I've brewed with breweries before. And yeah, it's a lot of, it's hard work. Yeah, no, uh, I, you know, just from interviewing the brewers in the past, even uh, I have an interview. Her name is Anik. She runs Keshet the Bootlegger. Uh, they're a homebrew store. And just the dedication, I've taken a course with her on like the basics of homebrewing. And I'm like, yes, that's too much cleaning for me. Or it's like, oh, it's, you got to be really specific with temperatures. I'm like, oh, I'm not that OCD. Um, <laughs> so I'd love to do it, but I think I'd like to just kind of pass it off and be like, here's what I want my beer create to somebody who's a lot more skilled than I am. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, so the username mommy drinks craft beer. What made you come up with that? Well, so I, I think my Instagram's just over a year old now, this account. Um, I've always I studied marketing and social media um, at the University of Toronto as a postgrad after my art degree. And I've always, I love social media. I'm probably on it way too often, um, but it's uh, advice I'm accepting. Uh, And so I thought, you know what? I am very cautious of the sober community that's out there because I know a lot of people dealing with addiction. And I didn't want to post about beer on my personal page because I wanted it to be a safe page for my friends who are dealing with their sobriety. So I was like, okay, I need a 
like a space that I can just talk about beer. I'm learning about beer. I'm going to start brewing beer. Um, I'm not going to flaunt it on my, on my page. So that's when I started that page. And um, I guess I'm just like, I'm mom, obviously. And uh, I've always been the kind of mom in the group. Um, and I was saying this on another podcast. It's like, if we're going to go out and it's a little chilly, I'll tell all my friends, like, make sure you bring your jacket, guys. It's cold. Uh, you will get cold. <laughs> and so, yeah, I've just always been the mom. So I wanted to have that aspect that I'm a mother. Um, but, you know, I also drink good beer. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to have the the mom perspective in the group. Like, you know, hey, uh, hey there, 40-year-old uh, guy who's doing whatever and thinks he's immortal, put on a jacket. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's that kind of thing. And it's always helpful. And it flows. You know, mommy drinks craft beer, you're your mother, and you drink craft beer, you stick with it. So it's straightforward, no BS, and that's what it is. So And it wasn't taken. So I yeah, said, oh, it's even better. It's not taken, so... Yeah, that's kind of where our show name came from. I'm like, well, beer goes inside. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we want to drink all the beer. <laughs> I like the handle. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Uh, now, you say you come from an art background. You have uh, a bachelor's in art or? Uh, arts Contemporary Studies. Okay. Um, do you find with your art, there, the inspiration and the style of your Instagram kind of comes hand in hand? Yeah, they work well together. I'm I'm a creative person, but I, I can't draw. Like, I wish I could. Um, yeah, I'm not like this wonderful painter or anything, uh, but I've always appreciated art. Um, I like to write, so I feel like my Instagram kind of, I can write that way, kind of let it out, uh, that outlet. But yeah, it's uh, craft beer is artisanal, so it's a, it's a craft. It's hard work. Uh, it's a lot of studies involved, a lot of, um, attention to all the detail. If you mess up one little thing in brewing, like you could be throwing out an entire batch of beer. Yeah. I've, uh, I've spoken with, uh, Troy from La Brasse, our first ever interview. And he's like, yeah, I've had to, I've had to dump it. It hurts. And I played volleyball with a person who works for InBev. He's like, oh, we just, we toss in another tank and we name it something else. I'm like, yeah, but your overhead, you can afford to do that. These guys can't. And he's like, oh, I'm sure they don't, they don't throw everything out. I'm like, they have to because their reputation is on the line. You know, even Great Lakes is probably, what, number five in Ontario? Numbers top 10 of, like, your bigger craft brewers in Ontario? I'm not sure. Okay, because, uh, like, even them, you know, you can't assume... I've been to the brewery, you know, with the fermenting tanks. I just can't imagine how much it hurts these guys to have to dump a product down the drain sometimes so yeah it's really sadder if something gets old because uh, we're pretty strict about our fresh dates uh we use the hashtag fresh glb and um, we we definitely pride on having fresh beer so um even i'm not even a sales rep and when i go into a grocery store in lcbo i'm flipping a can and looking at the dates and if i think something's like getting old which it never is but if it were to then i would take a photo and send it to a manager and i think we all do it we i don't know you just like part of us now we care about it we want people to drink our beer fresh and uh if something is old, getting old at the lcbo it comes back and it gets dumped yeah. yeah, no, um, you know, I'm a proponent of the fresher, the better, but there are some beers, you know, stouts that, hey, you can age this for a year. Okay, well, that I can age for a year. So I'll age this one a year and then their next year's release, I'll try both and see how they taste. But I like doing that too. Yeah, yeah. 
So those are always fun times. Uh, so mentioning art and beer, um, can art, do you find like, the evolution of can art has been so good. These graphic designers are, are on point right now. Are you ever drawn to just a beer because of the can art? Oh yeah, I'm a sucker for it. Yeah, I will definitely buy beer because of because of the can art. I, if I didn't work for Great Lakes and I saw this on yeah. the shelves, <laughs> yeah. and I'm a huge fan of like Toronto Island, it breaks my heart that I didn't make it out at all this year because of COVID. Um, but yeah, it's it's of course I look at the can right and um, there's right now like I won't drink a sour um, because I really. I just had too many in the summer. Uh, now it's my porter and stout season. Um, but if I saw a cool can, I'd buy it. Yeah, I'm. Um, my beer habits are very weird. Like I'll be like, okay, just sours this purchasing day. Okay, now I'm gonna buy just pilsners because I want crispy beers. And I'm like, ooh, now I want fancy art. So <laughs> you know, oh, I'm feeling a little UFC, so I'll grab Third Moon and Overhop. You know, it's with the skulls and and. Uh, the beasts and stuff so it's 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 you know my own habit i'm sure not everybody does it but it is fantastic that all these brewers are like we're gonna let our product speak for itself but let's draw the eye of other people along the way so yeah well i if you guys don't have an lcbo in montreal but i mean for us it's um there's a lot of competition and I know craft breweries aren't like that. Of course they work together, they brew together, they promote each other, but you know, like everyone's trying to keep the lights on and pay their people right now and having attractive can art. I mean, it's not going to hurt you. No, for sure. Now you're speaking about like everybody, you know, the craft beer community I find is very easily gets together and supports each other, which is fantastic. Uh, I don't know of any other craft. I, I know uh, speaking with a girl with the cider review last week, uh, she says that these cider cideries all support each other too. So it just seems that everybody from the craft industry is willing to like stick it out, try and keep everybody surviving unless you do something kind of negative, then maybe you don't help those people anymore, but uh, that's great. And speaking with those collabs, now you said you've collabed with breweries before. What are the, some of those collabs you've done? So I was part of a group. Uh, we would go to breweries and uh, brew a beer together. I joined, um, uh, I was a little late when it started, but I've done a collab with the Furnace Room. Uh, we did an orange chocolate stout. Um, that is the that brewery, oh goodness, it might be in Milton, I can't remember now. No, Georgetown. And then Lake Wilcox, which was in Vaughn, sadly, they're not around anymore. Um, but the brewer now works at Black Bellows, which is a very, very um, wonderful craft brewery in Collingwood. And then we did one with Muskoka, uh, which is a more famous one. You've probably even had Muskoka before. Uh, sadly, we brewed it in February, so we never got to try it. It was a West Coast IPA. Um, it was going to be on taps only. So we were all going to make a big trip out and go back out and uh, have our beer on tap. And then, of course, COVID. And then my favorite club I did with Great Lakes. So that's the label there. Very cool. Yeah, that's me and Griffin. Yeah, he's he's a brewer at Great Lakes. So it's his recipe. Um, I was really just running a social media day. Uh, and um, yeah, they put us on the label. <laughs> uh, you ever get visits from T-Dot Drinks or uh, Crappier Phoenix? 
Yes, I love uh, Ed and Miyoshi. Yeah, they're wonderful people. Um, they, I remember actually my first time meeting Ren, she invited me to the Craft Brewers Journal of Canada. Um, she was a speaker and I met Ed for the first time. And he was like, oh, how'd you like get here? And I'm like, oh, I, uh, Ren got like emailed me a ticket because she came to Great Lakes. And he was like, oh, wow, like you just, you're meeting all the right people right away. And that was the day that I started this Instagram actually was uh, the day that I went to the conference, um, dwelt to the lectures. And uh, yeah, I met Ed at Amsterdam. We were all there having some drinks and some appetizers. Uh, yeah, and it just kind of snowballed from there. Uh, the uh, Amsterdam, the ale house in the, the, the river. By the water. Yeah, yeah. So I recently, that was the first time I went there back in September and I'm like, this place is amazing. So uh, unfortunately, we don't. Uh, our closest one here in Montreal would be Pub Brewski. It's in the old Port of Montreal, but there's you know the the Grand Rue or the Big Wheel and and all the other stuff in front of it before the water. So it's like ah, it's like yeah, it's nice and cobblestone and and they're oh, well, we call it a terrace. Well, you should know it's called the terrace in Montreal. So it's like oh, they got a nice big terrace, but then it's like just cars going by. I'm like ah, oh, this the alehouse is so cool. It's like right on the water, so. Brewski is supposed to be really good. I actually had the, so I don't, I'm not drinking sours right now, but I did drink their collab with Blood Brothers not long ago. And it was, oh, it was so good. Yeah. Uh, they're, we've interviewed them, but prior to interviewing them, I had a apricot lacto sour. And I'm like, this is one of the best beers I've ever drank. So, oh, sounds so good. their uh, pub brewski is a high recommendation for anybody visiting Montreal, especially if you're visiting Montreal, you're going to visit the old port, go to pub brewski. So. Uh, I wanted to ask the skateboard flight. Where where's that from? <laughs> I you know it's like that is my post with the most likes. I think is the skateboard flight. So that was in oh god, was it Prince Edward County or Collingwood? I did two beer trips um, this year uh, just to kind of get out of the city. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> you're not you're not the only one who went on quick beer trips this year <laughs> i know and i feel bad um that i you know because you're just supposed to be staying home but you know we went we we were safe we wore our masks and mm -hmm. uh yeah it was it's in collingwood that okay north winds yeah so they actually everything they had on tap fit on this flight it was incredible they had so many different styles um and it was it the photo makes it look like it's pints but it's actually five ounces okay so i split it with um a friend and so it was like when we split it we both had like two pints yeah yeah which is good because if it's two pints over so long and and you're sharing it you know you're being responsible so if one of you has to drive after or you have a designated driver it's even better uh, do they make you like go outside and do a kickflip after you've tried it or, or any skateboarding tricks or it's just kind of like, here, Drew, go drink some beer. want to get the glass safely <laughs> to uh, the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I love the creativity of the flight now. It's uh, it's wild. Whippersnapper has, you know, he said he literally tore down his fence to make his, his flights. And uh, there's one in, when America reopens, there's one, it's uh, mil old military barracks called Valcor. Okay. And they actually use recycled plane parts for their flights. So, oh my gosh, that's yeah. so cool! I miss beer trips so much. I have been so lucky. I traveled. Uh, I did Seattle and Portland last year, uh, and oh, the beer scene in both of 
like the, it was incredible. Uh, Portland, I only had a day. So um, I, it was a mess. I, I drank so much beer in one day. It was, uh, the food was <laughs> people were so nice. I was supposed to be in Boston in April, um, but my trip was canceled about two weeks before um, mm-hmm. we left. So yeah. that was sad. I was excited to go to some breweries out in Boston, but once things get better and, and I can get out, I'm definitely going to do Belgium, do a beer trip out there. That'll probably be before I go to the U.S., but once I feel more comfortable going to the U.S., I'll do Boston as soon as I can. Yeah, uh, so I listened to your previous, uh, I like to do my research on the people I'm interviewing, and I listened to the other show you were on, and they mentioned uh, Hill Farmstead in Vermont. Uh, Go. That's all I could say. Okay. Um, So I got there on a random Saturday last summer. Uh, I'm like, okay, and I see a bunch of cars. I'm like, oh, I start pulling up. The guy's like, yeah back that way you park back there i'm like but that's like a 10 minute walk he's like yeah today's a slow day what yeah today's a slow day 45 minutes in line to buy a beer to drink oh wow. and then an additional 45 minutes to buy beer to go home with so wow. and that was a slow day i met people from boston philadelphia new york city all for hill farmstead so wow okay ever have a chance to get to vermont that's the first place to go. And it's literally on a dirt road, like, like they told you. So I there's that. that. And then there's uh, it's a, it's called red barn and it's an actual red barn. That's a brewery. <laughs> that's also on a dirt road, not too far from Hill Farmstead. So it's, it's very unique out there. And I like, like speaking of, of beer cations, I went on Vermont a couple of years ago. I went to New York, New Jersey last Thanksgiving, last American Thanksgiving. So if you're ever going for a place, you know, beercation is the way to go. You mentioned you want to go to Belgium. Any other dream beercations? If kind of money wasn't an option, where would you go? Well, definitely Boston. I want to go to California. Drink some beer out there for sure. Honestly, anywhere that has good beer that's close to the water. I love the ocean. I just want to be close to it, drinking good beer. Yeah. I'm, uh, I got to get to Europe personally. I've, I've never been so it's uh it's a lot of places to visit there but your yeah. main beer places germany belgium england th- that's where i gotta get to so i did germany but sadly i wasn't really into beer when i went i was so young um after i finished university i did a little europe trip and of course i beer i wasn't really into beer so i was drinking when i was i lived in portugal for a little bit and i drank like Sagres and Superbox, just like their macro Portuguese beers. They were one euro, so they went great with uh, whatever greasy food I was eating. That's fantastic. <laughs> Sounds amazing too. Uh, yeah, so uh, for those who kind of are watching the show but don't know, what is a licensee for a brewery? What What is, you know, what do you basically do? Yeah, so um, I'm licensee client support. So... I pretty much help sales reps do their job. Um, And I help bars and restaurants that carry our beer um, with their invoices, any questions. Um, Like our older accounts, they have a sales rep, but they're more comfortable talking to the order desk, which would be me. So they'll, or they'll email their orders. So I just coordinate all the orders with our distributor and make sure that restaurants and bars have our beer. So you keep the happiness flowing. Except, but, you know, not a big deal. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so you work for Great Lakes. What are 
So a first timer to Great Lakes, what are kind of some some first level beers would you have people introduce people to Great Lakes Brewery to be like, here's here's our basics, try these out. And if you like these, then maybe go wilder. But what would you say? Try these. So obviously I'll ask what you drink. So if you're going to tell me you drink like just like a macro lager, then I'll tell you to drink our blonde lager. Of course, that's uh, that's the first one. Uh, we've been brewing a premium version of our lager, um, which I actually buy because um, I, I love it so much. It's a little more like a Pilsner. It has a bit more bitterness than the blonde lager. Uh, it's just really sharp, crisp, um, very like buttery bread, like very, it, it's, it's so good. It goes down so easily. It's really nice and refreshing. So I'll always start there. Um, it dep depends on the time of the year and what people want. We have so many seasonals. Uh, we've been like almost at least two new beers every week we're releasing. So it's a very loaded question because we always have so much beer. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's really that's hard. busy every two weeks. Uh, but I mean, you got to keep up with the trends and the trends right now is somebody wants to try something new every day. I mean, look at beer advent calendars, let alone you're trying 24 new beers in 24 days. So, or you should be trying 24 new beers depending on your, the advent calendar you end up with. So. Yeah, my Advent beer today, um, I've had before. So I decided to just drink uh, Great Lakes tonight. <laughs> yeah, I've got one from uh, Kahnawake Brewing sitting. Uh, that's that's after our interview, I'll be drinking that. So uh, <laughs> they're uh, first, to my understanding, it's the first brewery on a native land. So it's very, very cool. And and if you're ever out in, Mont like, you know, Montreal, you know where Kahnawake is, right? Just off the island. So uh, for those watching, when you get to visit Montreal, definitely take a bridge, uh, trip over that bridge and go ask for Drew at Kahnawake and have a pint with him. So. Nice. I can't wait to go to Montreal. I miss it so much. I was supposed to go a few times this year. Yeah, no, I was um, Plattsburgh bound because there's a few breweries there. Vermont, obviously, Maine, uh, possibly Michigan, but nope, not this year, so. But it's allowed me to save money to go to Europe next year. So I can't, you know, there is one shining light to having to work from home since March. <laughs> <laughs> Saving yeah. for that Europe trip. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Uh, so what do you feel what's next for your Instagram brand, yourself in the beer industry? Where do you see going from here? I've thought about so many things. I've, I'm not much of a planner, which I know is probably not good. I mean, I'm 32 and I just, no plans. I'm having a good time. I love my job. I love who I work with. Um, I'm still learning so much about beer. I thought about, you know, maybe learning how to brew and being a brewer, but the schedule is not for me. Uh, definitely not. Uh, if I want to brew, I will do it in my garage. Um, I like the hours of the office um, position that I have. It allows me to spend more time with my son, um, which obviously is something that I, I want because when I'm at work, he's at school and then we can have dinner together and hang out and have our weekends together, which was hard when I was working in the tap room because I wasn't home on weekends. Now I'm home every weekend. 
Um, yeah, I don't know where the Instagram's taking me. I started it just for fun and I've gotten some free beer out of it, which is obviously awesome. Um, so send me free beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, what uh, I've been doing I, wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, this, uh, this show I've gotten to learn so much about brewers and, you know, some breweries are like, Oh, here, take a couple beers. And like, you don't have to, Oh no, no, we insist. I'm like, but it's not in mine or my videographer's nature to uh take free things that are just given so it's like uh, are you sure I, i'm like maybe it's maybe it's because i'm a little older i'm 41 so it's you know it's i question this and i know what this is them being awesome and like you giving me time to to talk to you today they're doing the same thing they're giving me time to talk to them so the fact that they're adding beer to me afterwards i'm like this mind blown like just everybody I've met in the brewing industry is nice so far. Everybody so I've met through Zoom and Instagram and stuff, super awesome people. I'm worried I'm going to get that one bad experience one day, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's few and far between. So if it's the same thing, if I get one bad person out of a hundred interviews, then you just got to take that on the chin. So yeah, I wouldn't count on it. I this industry blows my mind all the time. It's like meeting so many nice people and last year when I, or actually it was this year when I did the steam whistle roundhouse, it was my first year actually being in the industry and going to this event. And it was hugs all day. Like everyone, like just so happy to see each other and just drinking good beer together. And this is out in the freezing cold. Yeah. And people are just, it's, it's like the most Canadian beer event and I love it. And I'm heartbroken that I'm like going to be missing it, but yeah, it's uh, this industry is so great, and it's it's definitely I've I've been really happy this year and grateful for my job and for being a part of uh, this industry. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Uh, I like I love doing the show. It, my my regular life involves uh, pharmaceuticals, but that's you know outside this. That my job helps me support my drinking and interviewing uh, podcasting habit. So. It's, uh, I'm thankful for the one I have, uh, very much so. Uh, and I'm just going to keep on trucking there so I can keep on trucking on this. Yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome. Um, so I meant to ask you earlier on those visiting Toronto outside of obviously Great Lakes and Steam Whistle, which you're very adamant and you sound like you enjoy a lot. What are some other breweries you suggest people try out if they have a long weekend, a full week, some time to kill in Toronto? What are some like maybe top fives that people should check out? Definitely, you have to go to Blood Brothers. Um, I'm actually, I mean, the alarm is set so I can go there tomorrow because they're releasing a beer with a Hamilton Brewery Merit and with Third Moon, who's in Milton. Um, so my alarm is set and I'm going to be there getting those beers. <laughs> you got to do Blood Brothers. Um, I definitely would say you have to do Eastbound. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. The beer is fantastic and the cook like blows me away. I love Eastbound. Uh, Rorschach, uh, they do more like, um, they're very like experimental. They've actually one of the first Ontario breweries, I believe to have done a slushy beer. I missed it. I got, he gave me, he let me try the maple porter. Was it maple stout? Decadence? Oh, yes. Yeah, and I'm like, it's drinking like... Yeah, the Decadence series is so good. Yeah, it's like I told him, I'm like, it's basically like I'm drinking a sugar shack. 
so. <laughs> no, yeah, there's, they are decadent. I had the uh, Fair Rocher one not long ago and it was, it was so good. Um, so that's three. What I'm trying to think of some West End ones that I really love. There's there's so many breweries here. It's really hard to keep up. Um, yeah, I'm I'm jealous. Yeah, last I time really I love Bandit. Yeah, I'm very jealous of you. You had last time I checked last summer, you were up to sixty in the GTA. There's so many. Yeah, there's so many. If you're gonna be in like one neighborhood, you just have to do all of the ones that are there. Um, so it's really hard to like pinpoint where you need to go. Um, I've always been a West End girl. I love the West End, um, but the East End does have a lot of good breweries. Um, yeah, I would definitely say you have to do Mascot. Mascot has excellent food too. Great staff. The beer is great. Um, I mean, I could like, there's so many breweries here. You could just go on, but those are the five. Yeah. Very Apart cool. Great Lakes, of course. I, uh, I got double screwed at Bandit. We went and it was full and they're like, oh, it's an hour wait. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to wait outside an hour. We're just going to walk down the street. And I'm sure there's a brewery. And then we tried the next day and there was a wedding going on. I'm like, come on. <laughs> the they were one of the only breweries that really had like a big patio this summer. So they, even I only got on their patio once this year. Um, and I waited with a friend for like half an hour uh, in September and we were like, okay, we just distance in my backyard and like had beers that I had in my house. But yeah, it was, uh, it was tough to get on their patio this year. Yeah. We'd, um, the, the weekend we were there because, you know, COVID and, uh, most breweries are trying to be responsible because obviously they want their clients healthy and happy and enjoying beer. Uh, black lab, we went and they're like, okay, give us 10 minutes and we'll set up a table for you in like the garage in the back. I'm like, I don't care. I just want a beer right now. And then black lab, Lab, there's dogs everywhere. So, you know, you're getting, you're getting all the dog love and you're just like, oh, you're drinking good beer and you're petting all everybody's dogs because everybody's like, here. (laughs) My friend Nicole works there and she's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to uh, getting back to Toronto next summer after we've all gotten our vaccines, which we should get. Uh, Or if I have to, even if it's still around next, you know, next summer, I'll still wear a mask. I don't care. Uh, It doesn't bother me. You know, I'd rather be safe than either get it or pass it to somebody so yeah wear the mask and uh i'm ready for that vaccine yeah i think uh, a lot of us are are getting ready for that uh at least a lot of the people i I speak with uh there are people against it but those are another group of people so (laughs) please give it to me so i can go and get on an airplane (laughs) yes yes i would love to get back on an airplane at some point so Awesome. Uh, this has been super fun. I really enjoyed this. I have no other questions for you today. Uh, so just let the viewers know where they could find you if they want to follow you on social media or, or anything like that. I honestly, my page is for fun. Um, mommy drinks craft beer only on Instagram. Um, yeah. I just take pictures of beer and, um, as my, um, palette, uh, gets wiser uh, my tasting notes are more interesting so, so i'm starting to write more about what i'm tasting which is nice if uh if i can make a recommendation he was one of my earlier zoom interviews his name is hot citizen uh he's very descriptive uh, on what he writes uh with his instagram and his blog so if you have a chance definitely check him out i will check him out for sure awesome Thank you very much once again. As for us you can find us at all beer inside everywhere allbeerinside.com is the website uh, merch is on the way. So 
if you feel like buying a t-shirt, that'd be really helpful. <laughs> uh, and as I say at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.